Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Do you dream of creating picture books that will change a child's life? Start with your own. Learn how to write the story only you can tell at this year's Picture Book Summit, a world-class online conference for picture book authors and illustrators. We hope to see you there on October 2nd, 2021. Visit picturebooksummit.com for more information. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kirstie. Do you know that poem by Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken? Yeah, I definitely know that poem. I love this poem so much, and I memorized it as a kid, and I also made my own kids memorize it. But my very favorite part is the last line where it says, and I took the one less traveled by. I love that poem too. And that last line reminds me of Victor Hugo Green, who also took the road less traveled by. Because instead of accepting the way things were, he did something about it. In Opening the Road, Victor Hugo Green and His Green Book by Keila Dawson and Aliana Harris The true story is told of how he made it easier and safer for Black Americans to travel. This book powerfully shows kids what it was like to live as a Black American during the time of segregation. We're excited to chat with Keila and our editor, Naomi Kruger, about the creative process behind this book. Let's talk. So Keila, you and I have worked on Refo Remo for years, so I'm so excited to highlight you and this beautiful book. What was the inspiration for the story? Reading untold stories about unsung heroes in history. And I enjoy travel and genealogy and both provide ample opportunities for research and collecting stories. When I learned about Victor Hugo Green and his Green Book listening to a BBC broadcast, I was intrigued. Oh, yeah. So the same day I learned about him, I fell down a research rabbit hole. (laughs) <laughs> uh, over time, the best kind of rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Over time, I reached out to university historians, library curators, the postal service. I read dissertations and theses about travel and the history of travel. The more I learned, the more determined I became to write this story about Victor and his book. It's so well done. It's so beautifully written. It's an important story to share, too. With kids, for sure. So, Naomi, that brings us to you. What was it about this story that made you want to acquire it? Well, like Kilo, I also am very interested in nonfiction books and picture book bios about people in history that haven't had a lot of 
airtime. There aren't many books about or people don't know about. I had heard about the Green Book, but I didn't know much about the history of it. I believe that Keela pitched this on a Twitter pitch event. I yes. thought, oh, I want to know more about that. And so I requested her manuscript. Yeah. And it was very fascinating. I could tell it was very well researched and interesting for kids. You know, sometimes when something is super researched, it can be really clunky. I don't know, like a textbook sounding, but she mm-hmm. had the writing voice that was great for a picture book. So it immediately grabbed me. That's wonderful. Yeah. Can you give us a look into what the illustrator selection process was like? How did you find Aliana and choose her? I was looking for a couple things in looking for an illustrator. The first is I really wanted to find a Mac illustrator who was from the United States. We work with illustrators all over the world, but it was important to me that we find someone who was rooted here and had some background in the Black American experience. It was also important that I found someone with experience in nonfiction picture book illustration who was used to drawing things based on historical fact and historical experience and that I could see from their track that they could do that. And so since she had some books already published, it was a perfect fit for this one. Definitely. Definitely. And she knocked it out of the park. It's just gorgeous. Oh, I screamed when Naomi told me. (laughs) (laughs) You knew. (laughs) So Keila, what was your writing and researching process like for this story? Well, my research didn't really turn up much about Victor Hugo Green himself. So I knew the book had to be more than a biography. I created a timeline to focus on the events happening during his lifetime. And so I used the history as the backdrop to create the story arc. But to make history interesting to kids, I needed them to see why Black citizens needed the guide and what the book meant to them. So I focused on creating scenes and brought the readers up close to Victor and others in his community as they navigated all those roadblocks and detours and bumps in the road during segregation. Because of the topic, though, the conflict and tension is built in. And Naomi really helped me with pagination and organization and made other suggestions that really made the story shine. And as you mentioned, Aliana's illustrations brought even more emotion to all that conflict and tension that already existed. It's remarkable. You did a really, really beautiful job. (laughs) Thank you. Naomi, what was the editing process like? I read a lot of research. As you know, Keila did a lot of research and she compiled a lot of the articles and photos and links into a Dropbox folder for me. And so I just read all of that first. I needed the backstory so that I could help her pull out and rearrange and do things that would still be accurate to the story. And then I looked at the manuscript for readability, for like cohesion in the timeline. And we did, we moved around some sections that had been in one place and we moved them around. Some things moved to back matter, some things moved to the beginning. That's one of my favorite things about the editorial process is it's like a puzzle. And sometimes a book, like you just switch a couple things and it's immediately better. And you don't Mm -hmm. even have to change the words, but you just switch the order. We trimmed some things, we added some stuff in. It was a really good collaboration. It was. It was amazing. And I have to give credit. The title belongs to Naomi. Oh, okay. And and when she landed on opening the road, I thought, oh my gosh. And it was so much easier to edit because what I did was I just went through the manuscript and said, okay, open road, closed, open road, closed. And for each section, you could see how easily that title applied 
Mm. story arc also speaks to the fact that this isn't a picture book biography i think sometimes we call it that because it's about victor hugo green but it's not about his whole life you know it's about part of his life and about this part of his life's work and the green book and how that made a difference for black Americans. i was really happy with that title too yes yes (laughs) indeed a little bonus question for you naomi what was something that you didn't know before that you learned when you first read keila's manuscript Oh, there was so much. One thing that was interesting that he actually created his own publishing company to make this book. And his wife was really instrumental in the business side of creating the book too. You know, it was hard to figure out how to weave Alma into the book without cluttering it up too much. But I wanted it not to be a book that was just about the man when there's Mm -hmm. also a woman, you know, and that was important. So she showed up a little bit, probably not as much as she could have, but you have to make choices. So after he died... She continued publishing it for a few more years to keep the book going, which I found very interesting. That's so fascinating. Keila, just out of curiosity, what was the title when you submitted the story? I submitted Vacation Without Aggravation. Okay. That, that was something that he used in his advertisements to sell the book. Interesting. Okay. It's so fascinating to hear how when you did find what the title or land on the title, how it just I'm going to say it, opened it all up for you. (laughs) There's our bun. There's our bun. It actually made the story more than just about vacations, but about the whole history of the road and travel. I read this book to my 10-year-old, and it was so eye-opening for him. We actually took a 99-hour road trip across the country and back, and... He could not fathom not being able to go to the bathroom or to spend the night in certain places. It was such a beautifully written and crafted book that helped him better understand our history and the role of discrimination in Black Americans' lives. In your book, Keila, in the back matter, you make it really clear that even though the Green Book wasn't needed because discrimination was no longer legal, discrimination was obviously still happening and still happens. And many Black Americans still don't feel safe on the road. And so I think that's an important thing to note and that we don't want this book to make it sound like, oh, everything's rosy, road travel is safe and carefree. Right. (laughs) And that's the reality. And that's the reality that kids live in still. There's even some people who are creating some new digital green books, which was really kind of an interesting note, I thought, in the back. I noticed that too. I think that's really fascinating. Final edits in June of 2020. And that's when all of the Black Lives Matter protests are happening in Minneapolis, right where I live. Wow. Amy goes, we got to address this. We went back into the author's note and updated it to make sure that it covered current events. I think that was really important. Agreed. Okay, time for our last question. Naomi, when someone reads Opening the Road, what do you hope they feel or learn? I really hope that kids will be thoughtful about this idea of what is open and what is closed and how like something can feel like you have freedom, but there are still some aspects of our society and our culture today that are not open to everybody, but that there are avenues to make things more open and more free and more accessible for all. And so I hope that this will give kids an opportunity to reflect on that and to think about how this experience relates to today. That's such a powerful and important message for kids. So, Keila, when someone reads Opening the Road, what do you hope they feel or learn? Well, I hope adults think about why so many of us are just learning 
about stories like Victor's and consider what else has been left out of U.S. history. Then when we as adults acknowledge we've learned something new, I think it models something important for students that we never stop learning. I hope Opening the Road will inspire kids to believe in themselves and to never underestimate their ingenuity to solve a problem and to understand that Victor didn't act alone. Like we said, he had his wife, Alma, who gave him lots of help and others from all over the United States. So if there's something that a kid would like to see changed, they don't have to act alone. Reach out to a community or create one of your own. A big thank you to Keela and Naomi for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for opening the road, Victor Hugo Green and his green book. Check out the show notes to learn more about Keela and her other beautiful books. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode and we would love it if you would leave us a review. Thanks for listening and happy Happy looking. looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirstie Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.